Welcome to For 10 Points, the best podcast on the web for everything Quiz Bowl related. Whether you're a player, a coach, or just trying to improve, we can help you get better. I'm your host, Andrew Triago, and with me, as always, is my co-coach, Ken Romeo. How's it going, Ken? Dude, it's going great, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, everything is going very well here in uh, somewhat sunny somewhat attempting to be springtime during Connecticut. This has been a fantastic winter in the state of Connecticut. I think we've had two snow days that didn't actually have any snow, so we mm-hmm. so no shoveling and the only like significant snow we got was on a Saturday when I didn't really need to go out and shovel either. So man, if this is this is what global warming is, <laughs> keep those cell phone chargers plugged in. You know, keep those uh, aerosols spraying. Oh, you know it, man. This is this is great. I'll take forty-five degree spring days. Uh, and meanwhile, in Australia, well, meanwhile in Australia, they don't have quiz bowl there yet, or at least none that I know about. So uh, we need to perhaps grow the game there. Absolutely, uh, we could spread it to all the continents and Antarctica, and there'll be penguins and. Polar bears playing quiz bowl. It'll be great. I don't believe there are any polar bears in Antarctica. That's true. I was talking about the Arctic. Oh, you, you got me there. Yeah. Antarctic literally means no bears. And Arctic literally means place where there's bears. So I think polar bear is like Arctis Arcturus or something like that, uh, which literally means like bear, bear. I, I think this is all wrong. There, are, There are actually plenty of places that are doubly named like sahara desert means desert desert and i think lake baikal means lake lake yeah, i mean atm machine is automatic right. teller machine machine right. right so uh you know i think this is a perfect segue because we're talking nonsense to actually do something productive and take a look at the scoreboard i agree it's time to take a look around the country and dive into the tournament results that have been posted Okay, we'll start in Georgia, the Georgia Middle School State Championship, which was Saturday, the 22nd of February. It was held at Collins Hill High School in Sawney, Georgia. They used MS-34 and North Gwinnett A goes 9-0 to win the 2020 Georgia State Championship. They defeated Lakeside A 615-155 to in the finals to claim first place. Chambly A uh, defeats River Trail A in the third place game. North Gwinnett is coached by Scott Kim. He's got to be pretty happy about that. Uh, the next is the Class Act Middle School Invitational, which was also held on Saturday, February 22nd. It was at the Maysieke Middle School in Louisville, uh, Kentucky. And the packet set was MS-33. Winburn A ran the table and went 7-0 to take first place. They averaged an impressive 25.47 points per bonus. And they had wins over their in-state rivals and host Maysieke A, who finished just 6-1 and one, so close. The tournament's top scorer is Johan Gigme of Sunset Middle School, who averaged over 121 points per game. Nice work, Johan. And he played as a lone wolf and went 5-2. and two. And Winburn is coached by Deidre Hicks and Nicole Hubert. Down in Texas, they played the Green Hill Games uh, 4, also on Saturday, February 22nd, at Green Hill School in Addison, Texas. They used MS-34. And St. Mark's School of Texas A goes 9-0. They take first place. And the last round, they defeated Green Hill A 405-375. And this comes after beating Green Hill 350-345 in the preliminaries. Their next closest match uh, the whole day was against Green Hill B in round one, and it wasn't even that close, 535 to 210. 
Nicky Nandipati was the tournament's top scorer. He averaged 97.2 points per game over the course of the day. And St. Mark's School of Texas is coached by Rebecca Jenkins and Paul Mlocker. There are a few other results too, Ken. Cooper A. of McLean, Virginia won the Georgetown Prep Invitational. And in the Pacific Northwest, Willows Prep A won the Washington Middle School Classic. Uh, Annunciation Orthodox A also won the TQBA Bears Den Invitational. And in this tournament, Beckendorf B beat Beckendorf A in the playoffs, which set up a final between Annunciation and Beckendorf B. Beckendorf A had beaten Annunciation in the prelims. So uh, Kentucky, Texas, Georgia, these are three places that have a really strong base of operations for mm-hmm. Quiz Bowl. And, um, you know, in the Northeast, Connecticut really didn't have much. Uh, New Jersey had something. They had uh, uh, mind games, brain busters, or, or, mm-hmm. or something. Uh, but there really wasn't much in the way of, of a middle school program here. So over a decade ago, we founded the program here in Middlesex, and there was nothing else. There was nothing else around. So I did what I could to grow the game, and that's actually the theme uh, or the title of this month's episode is to grow the game. And in a little bit, we're going to be chatting with a couple of people um, who have tried in their own way to grow the game. Uh, Eric Huff of Quiz Bowl and uh, a player from uh, a middle school player from Warren Township in New Jersey. You might have seen some of his uh, YouTube videos. He's the buzzer monarch. We'll talk to him in a little bit, too. Um, but, Andrew, you know, you've see, have you seen Field of Dreams? I have not. Me neither. But apparently there's a line in it that says, if you build it, they will come. Mm-hmm. And That's exactly the way that a Quiz Bowl player would attack that movie. It, what's the what's the most important quote in that movie? All right, all right, okay. Now I've seen the movie. Exactly. That we don't need to see anything else. Something about the cornfields and uh, uh, James Earl Jones. Is it Kevin Costner? Was he in that? No, I, I don't. I don't know either. That, that's uh, that's. He was in for the love of the game. Kevin Costner's in it. Hey, see, that's so how a quiz bowl player. Amy Madigan. So anyway, uh, so we had to do what we could to grow the game around here, and I reached out to as many schools as I could, emailing their principal, sending letters, uh, and anybody who would just throw me a line and say we're interested, I would say, great, I'll go, I'll meet with you, I don't care how far I need to drive, I'll go and I'll meet with you, I'll talk to you about what we do as a program, because at that point, you know, this was really before NAQT had much of a middle school program, and we didn't have much else to practice with. So we did the Knowledge Master Open, which we talked about a few episodes ago when we did um, Thinking Caps. And we got some questions from Questions Unlimited because that was the those were the questions that I had when I was in middle school growing up in Westchester County in New York. And I had a group of kids who I think they just liked me. So like, okay, yeah, well, if Mr. Romeo's doing this, we'll, we'll do this too. We'll give it a shot. And... It was fun. Uh, then Barbara Ivy joined the program and brought all of her geomet- uh, geography kids into the program, like Michael Barecki, and uh, that's when we took off. But at that point, once I saw we actually had a, a really good team, we got to find people to play, mm-hmm. and there wasn't people around here. So 
we did what we could to grow the game. We, as I said, we mailed, we emailed, uh, and eventually, thanks to uh, the efforts of NAQT and setting up their middle school program and more people getting involved there, there actually were, uh, you know, more ways of competing. Uh, I think the HS Quiz Bowl Forum, having that be a, uh, you know, something where I could put something online and meet other people who were interested like that also I, I found very useful but uh, there was a lot of legwork in the beginning to, to do this so if you if you find yourself on the uh, the beginning of that sort of path of doing some legwork and trying to find opponents to play quiz bowl uh, then I think today's episode is going to be very helpful to you uh, but in addition if you find yourself more on the the back end of that like we are where we have you know, a good number of opponents. We have a lot of uh, relationships already built. I think still the stories of these two people are going to be useful because it, it demonstrates something really important, which is that uh, if you really care about something like Quiz Bowl or any extracurricular activity, uh, part of what you can do is get more people into it. Right. So joining us now on the phone from uh, South Carolina is Eric Huff, who is the co-founder and president of Quiz. The website is www.quizbowl. That's quiz with a W, quizbowl.com. He is the former coach of the National Powerhouse Dorman High School in South Carolina, and he was the 2009 recipient of the Benjamin Cooper Academic Ambassador Award. I, uh, when I thought of growing the game, this was the first person that came to mind. Eric Huff, this is uh, Andrew Triago and Ken Romeo in Darien, Connecticut. How are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. Thanks for having me. Oh, well, thanks so much for coming on. Thank so, you. We're happy to have you. So, Quiz Bowl, Quiz with a W. Um, tell us about what you guys do. Well, our, uh, our mission is we want to combine education and quiz bowl. We, one of the things that we've noticed is that as the game grows and as more and more people are playing it, a lot of times what's happening is that uh, students are le- losing a little bit of the uh, context to the information. As, as, as we're learning more and more clues, we sometimes lose the, you know, the, the contextual basis for some of the information. Uh, what we want to do is we want to be a resource there to help understand, help explain uh, a lot of the information that comes up in Quiz Bowl. Could you give a, a, a common example, not to put you on the spot, but uh, just maybe <laughs> for those listeners who are, uh, you know, still thinking about that? Yeah, okay, so um, we do, I, uh, uh, every week on our website we publish something called the Quiz 5. And what we do is we take a, a common Quiz Bowl answer and we will break it down and we will uh, dive deeper into not just, hey, here, buzz on this clue, but what this clue means. What does this clue relate to, uh, you know, the larger, uh, the larger point? Absolutely. Excellent. I, I think that is something that Ken and I have noticed a lot, too, where kids will learn uh, those, you know, disparate clues and then maybe they, they don't aren't able really to connect that in a web that's meaningful. Sure. Uh, you know, we, we talk about how in your, your brain, we, there are a lot of dots, a series of dots, and you want to connect dots. And you never want to leave something isolated because, um, you know, you might hear one phrase and then just immediately buzz in and say something that has nothing to do with the question. Mm-hmm. Because, you, as you're saying, you don't have any um, context uh, to it. So, um, so you started last year. A hashtag, I guess it was a right, right around this time or so, a hashtag called Grow the Game, and that's actually where the title of this episode uh, got its inspiration. Uh, tell me why you started that hashtag. 
Well, one of the one of the things that we want to accomplish with Quiz is we want to have more people playing Quiz Bowl. Um, you know, our vision is a is a world where every school has a Quiz Bowl program where every student has an opportunity to play. You know, but but the truth is is that there are thousands of schools all over the country that just don't have you know those opportunities for their students. There's a lot of students who could do very very well at Quiz Bowl who you know. Could, for those students, this activity would be perfect, and just for a variety of reasons, a program didn't exist at the school. So what we want to do is we want to uh, be a part of the solution. We want to help seed programs, help start programs, help launch programs. Um, and one way that we're doing that is through the, the Grow the Game initiative, and, and it's something that uh, we did last spring. It's something that we uh, look forward to doing again uh, this spring, but uh, what we do is we, uh, we find a program that you know, is looking to get started, uh, uh, where there's there, there's interest, where there's willingness, and we donate money based on um, based on retweets. So you know, we'll post something with the hashtag Grow the Game, and then for every retweet, we'll donate a dollar to the uh, you know to the program that we're sponsoring you know that month. So um, last uh, last spring we sponsored Sweetwater High School in Alabama, and uh, we're looking for our uh, for our next sponsor this uh, this spring. But it's something that you know as we get into the spring and people start you know kind of wrapping up one school year and start planning for the next, we think it's a great time to say, hey, you know, when the fall comes around, you know, we want you to get started with the Quiz Bowl uh, program. I, I'll so say th- uh, it, there certainly are a lot of startup costs associated with it, with buzzers and with uh, training materials, you know, practice materials, questions. There are some free versions online, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, one of the barriers to entry that we faced up here that we were just talking about was there weren't a lot of other schools around here. So um, what advice would you give to teams or coaches teachers that are interested in starting a program in a in a dead zone in a, in a state or in a in a part of a state that doesn't have a lot of quiz bowl programs well and and that's a, that's a that's a huge problem right and right. That, that's a that, that's something that definitely keeps people from getting involved and you know our hope is that as more programs you know, sprout up, that becomes less and less an issue. But, you know, what's great is uh, about now versus, you know, even five, ten years ago is is there's so many ways to get involved without ever actually leaving the school building. Um, there are ways that you can compete online. There are ways that you can connect with the larger community out there, um, you know, through the Internet. And that's something that, that we definitely encourage. Uh, more than anything, what we want is we want someone to have the opportunity to go to a match. We want them to go to a tournament, get involved in some way, even if it's two hours away, even if it's, you know, a state over. Go once. And we, we believe in the power of the game. You know, the game is so appealing. We think that, you know, if you do it once, you're going to get hooked with it and, and you're going to want to, you know, find ways to do it again. You're going to want to find ways to, you know, to spread the game. Uh, one thing that, that we see a lot is that there are schools where, uh, you know, kids will get into it, and so they'll start recruiting their friends. Hey, come play, come play, and and all of a sudden, one team will turn into two teams, and two teams will turn into three teams as as that grows. And you know, uh, they'll talk to the you know to the rival school across town. Hey, I, I know someone over there. Why don't we invite them over for a for a scrimmage? Why don't we have a joint practice with them? And you know, it, it, if you do that enough, 
then you start seeding programs. And there are, there are places where that happens, where, you know, where you can have, you know, one team turn into two teams, turn into four teams. It's a, you know, it's a slow process, but it's something, um, you know, with enough uh, initiative you can make happen. Right. And, I, you know, I guess Rome wasn't built in a day and we, we want to make sure that things are done right. Uh, and, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's great advice. Um, so I, I know Quiz hosts summer camps um, for players that want to improve mm-hmm. over the summer. Why don't you tell us a little bit about those? Yeah, we uh, work with students who uh, want to have more opportunity to play during the summer. Uh, we work with students who uh, just want to learn more uh, information uh, to help them have a better uh, experience. You know, one of the things that, you know, it's just kind of a, a, a universal is that, you know, quiz bowl is quiz bowl is a lot of fun, but it's even more fun when you're answering more questions. Right. And so we want to help kids to not only learn information to help them answer questions, but we want to uh, give them the tools to continue building that knowledge, continue learning, you know, long after they leave camp. Um, you know, one, one of the things that is so important is that, you know, quiz bowl be kind of a, you know, a vehicle for, uh, getting to a position of, of loving learning, of, of something that, that goes beyond just, hey, learn this for this competition or learn this for this you know, event. We want that to be something where uh, students are able to uh, learn information and, and get excited about it. And that's why, you know, that's where the teaching comes in. So if someone, if a student wanted to join one of these camps, is it for all ages, middle school, high school? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's for all ages. Most of our students are middle school and high school aged, okay. um, uh, but we do have uh, we do have students even younger. We've had some elementary students that have uh, attended, and you know, more than anything, what we want is we want to work with kids that you know want to learn more. Right. Um, and if you want to learn, you know, we can help you learn. So it doesn't really matter what level you're coming in. You know, we work with we work with students who have never touched a buzz before in their life. We work with students who are, you know, national championship caliber players and everything in between. And there's stuff for them to do in the camps, no matter what level they are. Absolutely, yeah. We, um, you know, we have classes that the that the students take, and those are tailored to uh, to who's in the classes. Uh, so we work with. Uh, uh, we work with students, like I said, that have, you know, just getting started. And we work with students who, who have a, a really deep base of knowledge. And, you know, we can uh, modify and adjust our materials based on, you know, the needs of our sure. students. Who are your instructors? Uh, we have uh, uh, a great uh, crew of instructors. Uh, they're teachers and quiz bowl coaches uh, from, you know, teams all over the country. Uh, the, the most important thing to us is that we want... Uh, someone that's passionate about quiz bowl, loves quiz bowl, uh, and is a great teacher. Uh, we think that uh, you know, quiz bowl is a lot more than just memorizing clues. It's about you know, actually learning the material. And so we uh, prioritize uh, staff who have uh, great teaching credentials, who have great teaching experience, who can communicate uh, the material in a, in a fun and engaging way to students. Um, and, but, you know, classes are not the only thing we do. We do have, uh, of course, you know, classes are a part of our camp, but we also have uh, competitions. We have a, a pristine set of questions that we write uh, every year that's, that you can only hear at the camp, um, and we uh, play that set 
uh, all week long. Uh, we also have uh, practice questions, and uh, uh, NAPT provides our practice questions. So that's uh, uh, that's really fun. All right. So, Eric, uh, why don't you tell our listeners where they need to go to find out more information about quiz and about camps and about quiz five? Absolutely. You, you can uh, find out more information on quizbowl.com. That's Q-W-I-Z-B-O-W-L.com. Uh, and if you go to quizbowl.com, you can sign up to receive free study guides via email. Uh, so I encourage you to do that. Eric, thanks so much for joining Thank us today. Thank you so much, Eric. I know if, if I were in middle school and I were interested in Quiz Bowl, then uh, Quiz is definitely one of the places that I think about spending my summer. Awesome, awesome. Well, thanks, guys. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, it was uh, great talking with you. All right, so we are uh, now joined on the phone by a player, uh, an eighth grader from Warren Middle School. Uh, and Warren Middle School really looks to be a... Um, I don't know. They they look like they they might make a good run to the playoffs at MNCCT this year. Uh, they finished third of their most recent tournament in Mannheim Township, and uh, and while his name is Ishanth uh, Srinivas, you might know him as the Buzzer Monarch on YouTube, uh, as he's been posting YouTube videos about Quiz Bowl and how to improve. Ishanth, it's Mr. Chiriago, Mr. Romeo, and Darian, Connecticut. How are you doing this afternoon? Oh yeah, I'm doing just fine. Thanks for asking. Hey, no problem, man. So, um, so our our theme, our episode title this month is "Growing the Game," and uh, we we've seen your videos on YouTube, and like obviously this is your attempt to uh, to grow the game. Um, they're great. Yeah, they're they, great. they're we, they're we, they're. We hysterical. recommend everyone watch them. Uh, not just for the educational content, but for oh, the, the personal enjoyment. Uh, are you like, have you done a lot of editing before or are you just kind of messing around with stuff? So, um, I first started Buzzer Monarch as like a way to practice my editing sort of because uh, I like doing editing with, you know, movies and stuff. Right. So I was like, I'll combine Quizful and uh, editing to create videos. And so it helps me practice my editing. Yeah. Um, okay, but as a quiz bowl player, you've been—is this your your first year playing quiz bowl? Did you play last year? How long you've been playing? Oh, so I've been doing quiz bowl since uh, I think sixth grade. Okay. Yeah, and um. So tell us about your experience in quiz bowl. How'd you get started? Oh, okay. So uh, the first time I ever did quiz bowl, I started my debut tournament was the regional national history bee. So um, yeah, my coach was like, uh, I know uh, Ishank you're good at history. So why don't you do the history? Me? And I was like, you know what? That's, that sounds like a good idea to me. I, I so saw I the just, way you practice history on your last video. That looked rather intense. Yeah, no. So like I used to be really good at history, but now since I've like gone to more broader terms, history gets kind of aggravating for me. I, I could tell, I could tell if you haven't yeah. seen it yet, there's uh something about him smashing something with a bat and he looks like he's ready to rob a bank. So, um, yep. So, how did that go? The regional. This was um, like the. This the, was I, a long time ago. Yeah, and, the uh, IAC, the history B. How did that go? I did end up like qualifying, which was a big thing for nice. me. Like, congrats. Yeah, man. and so then that just started the whole um, snowball, I guess, rolling down the hill of quiz bowl for me. So, Coach Cooper, who's the quiz bowl coach at, at Warren, was was she also the history B coach too, or is that something someone different? Well, I didn't. Well, I mean, personally, our team didn't really have a history be coach okay. because I was like the new generation. It was just 
it was pretty much just me for um, Quiz Bowl. So I sort of grew Quiz Bowl in my school as well. Nice. Well, uh, how'd you find other uh, other kids who are interested? What, what, what process did you go about? There might be a lot of people out there who maybe are uh, part of a small team and would love some tips. Yeah, so uh, one thing I would do is, like, uh, during our free period in our school, I would just go down uh, to uh, Coach Cooper's room, and if there were if there was anybody there, I would just, like, ask them, hey, do you want to check out uh, this cool thing I found and, like, play this game of Quiz Bowl, like, a short round? And so then they would just be interested because, I mean, it is fun to do. So, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The, the game sells itself. Once you play yep. a couple games, you just want to play more. So I know you said your uh, videos were meant to help your editing career. But um, yeah. for those people that haven't seen it, why don't you tell us a little bit of what they're about? So my videos are like... Um, my videos are about Quiz Bowl, obviously. And so... Um, they're more about like study tips, but I've made them more like humorous and funny because a lot of people watch them for the funny editing. Right. But then in addition, they also like learn a little bit about what quiz bowl is about and, you know, like how the game's played and things like that. Yeah. I, I keep trying to tell Ken that our, our, our podcast should be shorter and funnier and, and, and with more edits and more edits. And, and he just keeps going now that, you know, they're really there for the information. Mr. T, that's what they're there for. Yeah, he has like a whole... finding finding like the happy medium is the best idea. All right, so but but Sean, let me tell you. But before we even recorded our first podcast, Andrew had this file folder full of sound effects that he just wanted to I use still in the podcast. Do. Yeah, I, I still aspire to use a lot of those. A- I have air like horns the, and like air horns, like the their uh, fart noises or something. I, don't, in I there. have cash registers and uh, you know all kinds of stuff. Uh, waiting to bust those out eventually. Yeah, so I don't know if there's a happy medium between you know what we do and that, but uh, but, but I but I gotta say like they they are short, they are uh, entertaining, and um, I think they do a good job of getting Quiz Bowl out there and making it enjoyable. Um, it's Buzzer Monarch is all you have to do is search and you can subscribe. Uh, you have you have over a hundred subscribers, don't you? Actually, no. I have like my view. My videos do get a lot of views, but like my channel is currently growing. Oh, okay. So I will eventually. I think like by the end of April, I might hit a hundred. All right. Well, if you are listening to this podcast, uh, do this young man a favor: watch his videos and subscribe. Um, you you won't be disappointed. But uh, Ishant, is there while you have us on the phone? Is there anything you wanted to ask us about? Oh yeah, absolutely. So. Um, how did you start Quiz Bowl? We, we started when... Uh, I, th- I think I should answer this one. Cause, <laughs> well, please, cause, go ahead. Cause Ken, Ken gave his answer a little earlier in the video, um, uh, a little early in the podcast. Uh, but my answer for how I started Quiz Bowl was uh, I came to a new school. I was working in a new school, Middlesex, and uh, I had heard that Quiz Bowl was a thing that existed. And I was like, oh, that sounds kind of cool. And I happened to be in a... a a car ride over from the orientation with a few of the other teachers. And I was like, Hey, wh- what's going on with this quiz bowl thing? And I don't know if you were in that car, I was, Ken, I-, I was in the front seat. Yeah. Ken <laughs> was in the front seat and Ken was like, uh, hi, I'm Ken. And then, uh, it, it kind of went from there. He's like, you're the only person that's ever, uh, actually sought us out to join. It, quiz bowl. it is usually the Everyone other else way around. has been kind of, uh, you know, conscripted right. into quiz bowl. Oh yeah. M- Mrs. Ivy. I, I don't know, Ashanth, if you met Mrs. Ivy, our other coach, she 
hunts new yeah. teachers down and Interns says, and yes, oh, yeah, yeah. you got to come. You got to come and check this group out. And so when Andrew asked, I'm like, okay, I guess Mrs. Ivy already found you. But, um, but yeah, so to quickly answer your question about what I did to start the program, um, it really was a, a little bit of there were a group of students that, you know, enjoyed having me as a teacher. And so when I said, hey, why don't you give this a try? I think you're smart. Maybe you'll like it. Um, and it grew into something a lot larger once Mrs. Ivy came with her geography students and they brought their friends. As you said, you know, it, it, yeah. that's, it grows organically that way when you find your friends, especially um, and this isn't meant to be a slight in anybody. But, you know, once you know Quiz Bowl, you know who your friends are who are going to be good at this and who are going to enjoy it. And so, yeah, those are the people you ask. And yeah, you find out they enjoy it too. And there's a lot to, uh, you know, people working towards a common goal and bringing, you know, that brings them together. So I, I think, you know, what you guys have um, restarted in Warren, because Warren was, I remember Warren from years ago and how strong they were and what you guys have restarted there. Uh, it's pretty scary, man. You guys are good. And we're hoping to, to see you on uh, late in the day Saturday and, and early on Sunday in, uh, in Chicago for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, like, currently in the works for my channel is an episode on vulching. Do you know what vulching is? Yes, I do. Of course, yeah. Yes, okay. So, yes. <laughs> uh, there's, like, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of different ways to do it, and so it's sort of like a quizable strategy. So is there any other, like, are there any other quizable strategies that you could think of other than, like, vulching? Things like that. So are I'm actually, like, uh, let's, let's backtrack a little bit, because I'm curious... Uh, on your take on vulching because there are times where it depends on what the rules of of the game are whether uh, yeah. bonuses bounce back whether powers are um, worth 15 or 20 um, whether uh, the round is timed um, yeah. if, if if those things aren't in place I would say why would you ever vulch you're just you are just limiting the amount of information necessary to um, answer a question yeah. so, so so what's your what's your take on it so, like, I see it as there's two different tournaments. Like, uh, you're talking about um, Chips Tournament and DC. Like, in that tournament, I'm pretty sure uh, there's no power. So, if you do get a question, then you just wait until the end. And right. You, so, you have all the information. But if it's, like, I believe uh, Scope, Scope, however you uh, pronounce it, uh, they have 20-point uh, bonuses. And uh, NAQT, of course, has 15-point bonuses. So, I mean, it entirely depends on the situation. Like, there are a lot of different ways it could go. Sure. But I think the most annoying part about vulching is if you have a question in the bag and then, uh, like, one of your teammates buzzes in and then gets the question wrong. So, he, like, they lose you the, um, the toss-up and then subsequently the bonus. So that's another thing that I'm going to be going over in my video. Okay, so, uh, so one of the strategies we use, um, and you feel free to take this or, or leave it, is well there's absolutely no verbal or written communication amongst players there's nothing that says you can't you know wave your hands saying don't answer it like that's i think that's actually been debated you're allowed to say don't answer it and there's nothing yeah, against like doing the yeah, i've seen teams do that right before. and there's nothing against holding your buzzer up and so what i what i what we tell our our players to do is if the other team nagged and you know it 
hold your buzzer up because you are then signaling to your teammates that you know the answer to the question. I got this one. Right. So, yeah, yeah. so we all are going to wait until the end of the question. And, you know, if three people have their buzzer up and they get to the end of the question, I don't care who rings in, ring in and get it right. You know, like that's, that's fine. You know, if, if you have, if you see your teammate with their buzzer up, you don't ring in, you let that person do it. And yeah. in, in our last episode, we talked about improving as a team. And one of the yeah. things that, that Mr. Tiriago really stressed was like this idea of working together and knowing each other's strengths so that if it's a, uh, what would you say your strength is, Ishan? So my strength is, I think it's like a cross between history and literature, I okay. would say. And then, so like how our team works is uh, there's four players on the team. We each know a little bit of everything. And then we each have our own specializing things. Like one kid is the math kid, another kid's the science kid, and then another kid's the geography kid. Okay, and and you're the lit kid, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. I am. And like Fine. also the history kid. So I'm 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 a math teacher. I'm not the lit guy. Um, if yeah. you and I are on a team and and it's asking a question and it's a literature question, I think I might know it. But if I look over and I see you with your buzzer up, I I would much rather have the points the chance to earn the bonus and win the game than any high number next to my PPG. And I think that yeah, I think th- that more than anything else is, is what is what we have to overcome is this idea of like, we need to have stats that say that we're great as opposed to having the largest trophy at the end of the tournaments because we have the best team. Yeah, that's true. It's, there's a big uh, idea of like individual versus the whole team. Like, you obviously want your team to do good, but at the same time, you want to do like the best on the team. Absolutely, which is something that we like try to avoid. That's why I like our team a lot because we all contribute so much, like it, to the whole team as a right. whole. Right. It so. sounds like it sounds like your coach and and you guys have done a good job to build a team that is well balanced, and that's what wins. That's that's what wins time and time again. Yeah. Ishan, thanks Thank so you. much for uh, for coming on and Thank um, you. and. Uh, please keep putting out these uh, these videos. They're great. Um, yes, if, for sure. Keep playing. I'll be sure to uh, mention your podcast on my channel. Awesome, well. awesome. I love that little uh, you know cross uh, cross pollination. Yeah, cross pollination. Hey, if you haven't checked it out, Buzzer Monarch. That's what you Google or that's what you type in the search bar for uh, for YouTube. Buzzer Monarch. They're short. They're funny. Um, Ishanth, man, best of luck. Best of luck going forward, and uh, we'll see you in thank Chicago. You. Yes, thank you very much. So our two guests were from opposite ends of the spectrum, uh, a former coach, someone who runs a, a successful company in camp, and a player just beginning his journey. And uh, just making fun YouTube videos for his friends. Right. And uh, both just doing what they can to grow the game and and get more people involved. Uh, I hope they've inspired you the way they've inspired us. Absolutely. And uh, with that inspiration, you should take that and try to get even better at quiz bowl by listening to this month's buzz phrase the guys at for 10 points want to help you answer for 15 points power a question with this episode's buzz phrase this episode's buzz phrase comes from the 2011 hsapq tournament in this story Clyde Dunbar is absent from the main event because his leg is broken. The title event of this story is conducted by the same man who conducts the square dances and the Halloween program, Mr. Summers. 
One character in the story repeatedly protests it wasn't fair after her husband draws a slip of paper with a black dot. That character was Tessie Hutchinson, who was stoned to death in Shirley Jackson's The Lottery. Perhaps in response to our last episode, uh, when Mr. Turiago mentioned that he read a short story each day, NEQT just posted their February You Gotta Know, and short stories were the topic of the month. So I'm thinking, there's going to be a run on short story information. The Lottery by Shirley Jackson is a masterpiece that juxtaposes the mundane routines and stodgy small talk of rural American families with the incredible horror of an annual tradition of willingly stoning a member of the community to death. So let's investigate the buzz phrase in the first line of the question, Clyde Dunbar. Clyde Dunbar doesn't actually appear in the story, as his broken leg keeps him from attending the lottery drawing, so his wife draws for him. Mr. Summers, the lottery conductor, asks Mrs. Janie Dunbar if she'll pick for him, and asks as a formality if their son could pick instead, knowing full well that Horace isn't old enough yet. The purpose of including the lines about Clyde Dunbar are twofold. Notice that Janie Dunbar is the only woman to pick, and that even though she is willing, Mr. Summers still needs to ask if there was a 16-year-old boy in the family who could pick in her stead. This shows how patriarchal the society is. The second point is to show that there's no escaping the lottery. Clyde Dunbar still could have been chosen and would have had to adore the stoning regardless of his injury. Mrs. Dunbar does seem to resist the practice, though, as she urges her son to go tell his father who was chosen and tell Mrs. Delacroix to go ahead without her uh, as the mob pursues Tess Hutchinson, all possibly in an effort to avoid taking part and having her son take part in the stoning. Because short stories are appropriately named, I would recommend reading them with your notes out. After reading the lottery, and yes, Mr. T, I actually read the lottery. They had a YouTube video of that was just, you know, the lottery, I guess, acted out, and I chose to actually read it instead. You should be proud. Of I am very proud of you. Thank you. After reading the lottery and checking quizdb.org, I was able to answer each question from the clue in the first line. Clyde Dunbar or references to him appeared often and early in those questions. So if you hear a question looking for the title of a story and they mention the Dunbars, take a chance, buzz in and say the lottery. So Ken, it wasn't fair is also what I aspire to have our opponents say after every round of Quiz Bowl we play. That would be great. So thanks, Ken. That really rocked. Uh, <laughs> this has you, been... You crack yourself up, man. <laughs> That's why I do it. Uh, this has been, for 10 points, the best podcast on the web for everything Quizball related, whether you're a player, a coach, or just trying to improve. Hopefully, we have helped you get better. I'm your host, Andrew Toriago, signing off for Ken Romeo. See you guys next time.